This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Tongues aflutter on our social media. Why? Because we're talking about fake news. Remember Donald Trump? He's made it uh, possibly the most famous term in the world. And now the liberals are saying they're going to be the party that gets rid of it. But who are they to decide what is news and what is not? Who is any government to decide what is news and not to any of us? In the last couple of days, we have seen, I think, some troubling signs when it comes to freedom of speech. And I'm talking about parody accounts poking fun at ministers. In this case, it's Catherine McKenna. Uh, the climate change and environmental minister. And those parody accounts making fun of her have been closed down. All it took was apparently action from the prime minister's office to um, get in touch with Twitter and suspend the account. Because there's nothing else apparently going on for Ottawa to take care of. And now we learn this morning that Facebook has hired independent fact checkers to vet content and blog posts, which, you know, never mind Facebook's own issues with data mining. Now they're going to be in charge of what opinions and views are exposed. And it should be said that the head of Facebook Canada just happens to be a former policy advisor to the liberals. So, you know, I I got a bit of a problem. You should have any problem when one particular political party, I don't care who it is, then has the power to stamp out what you read and the information you consume because You ask me, it's as simple as educating people on sourcing. You see something on Twitter, you see something on social media, go see if you see it anywhere else. And if you don't, chances are it's not real. See what the media outlet is, but source your material, source the stories. But to stamp out someone else's opinion because you don't happen to agree with it, that's not the kind of country I'm going to live in. If I want to go live in China, I'll go live in China. If I want to go live in Russia, I'll go live in Russia. But I'm sorry, this is not how we work in this society. I want to bring in Elise Mills to this conversation because this is turning out to be very political. And of course, it's coming in a year when we're having a federal election in 2019. This is not by coincidence. She joins me now. Elise, uh, the liberals, I guess, have taken it upon themselves to be the kingmaker in all things fake news. I have a little bit of a problem with this, and I think um, it's not a partisan issue. I just don't think any political party should choose what we do and don't see. Well, I agree. And it's not just political parties. More importantly, it's governments. And I think when governments decide to regulate what the news is, they by de facto become despots and and authoritarian regimes to some degree because they're then encouraging propaganda. I think the other issue with this whole silliness around a parody account is that, as I tell clients all the time, in the world of social media, the parody account isn't your problem. And, and what we define as fake news really isn't 
fake news. And it's a little bit like the the siren songs of the overuse of Nazi or hate or whatever it is. Just because you disagree with an account doesn't mean it's a it's a purveyor of fake news and it doesn't mean that it's a troll and it doesn't mean that it is uh is is strongly going out there and citing violence and 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 what i would say is verbal harassment like we've seen with some female mps over the past few years so uh, my concern is that this actually circles back to the future of journalism which i think is that is is on the weak side of the argument right now and you know if you if you start regulating what you deem what Justin Trudeau deems as fake news then i think we're in serious serious trouble here i also want to add that he it was it's particularly interesting to me how defensive that both him and Gerald Butts his chief of staff are of this particular minister Catherine McKenna i would suggests that maybe Ms. McKenna, if she sat on the Harper benches as a female conservative MP for the last five years, she would have had tougher skin. And we were told that all, all members, all women get treated equally. Well, I think she's received a certain amount of special treatment, and I, I just think it's unwarranted. This woman is smart and capable and, and a little parody account that is actually rooted in a lot of truth, and therefore that's why it's funny. Uh, shouldn't be her her first you know target of the day. But it's not her first. I mean, she she takes on anybody who mocks her or teases or whatever. Which to me, I think, okay, certainly you must have more important things to do than than even respond. I mean, we're taught as kids ignore people who tease you. But we're talking about and there's two issues here. There's the parody account, and then there's the new Facebook, um, you know, of deleting fake news, and we'll, we'll get to that. But. You know, to to think that the prime minister's office would have contacted Twitter and to gone out of their way to shut down a parody account to me is I know they admire a Chinese dictatorship, but is that not a little uh, a little strong armed? Well, I may think somebody's not very self aware. So I think you're right. These two, the two issues of restriction of, of freedom of speech, which by the way in Canada we don't really have. Uh, free speech in the American context, right? But nonetheless, to to go out there and stomp all over uh, what was relatively a relatively unknown parody account, which mm. now has has, <laughs> has 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 borne now everyone's got a parody account. That's the yeah. beauty of this. It's it's is backfired on them. Exactly. But they were pretty naive. Well, no, I wouldn't say naive. They lack humility and they lack self-awareness in the sense that it's not gone unnoticed by even members of Ottawa's press gallery that there isn't a particularly close relationship with Facebook staff, including how this even happened. They hired Facebook to come in and work with Canada 2020, the liberal think tank, uh, to really devise a strategy to get a guy by the name of Justin Trudeau elected and then continue to pursue that relationship into the 2015 campaign. I would believe that if social media uh, companies want to be competing with media organizations, then I would suggest you don't allow there to be a service where your favorite political party or ideology gets serviced by you. I mean, we would go crazy if the Globe and Mail, you know, farmed out their reporters for strategic advice like that. So, Well, we would go think, crazy if Donald Trump, you know, called up Twitter and Facebook and started telling them what is and is not fake news. But I do think that there's a there's too much incestuousness between those who work at these big social media platforms. I mean, they, to mm-hmm. me, in an election year, and I don't think this is done by accident, but they're trying to control what is and isn't seen. And I think people should be aware of that. Well, this is it. If the argument is that we want 
we want an increased political dialogue. That we're, what we're trying to do is, ta- you know, dial down this obsessive, rabid, frothy, mouthy, you know, tone where everybody's up in a lather before five o'clock in the morning over something that was quite benign, but has since exploded. Then I don't understand how Trudeau thinks he's contributing by doing this. And also, again, you know, his, his skirts are showing because of the cozy relationship between Facebook and I think even to some degree Twitter. And I, I think that Twitter more, because Twitter's a very different beast than, mm-hmm. than Facebook, yeah. um, and, and how I use it is very different as well. But with Twitter, I mean, Twitter started out in a world where they, their mantra, and when I started in, I think, 2008, 2009, the mantra was this, you can say whatever you want, you can do whatever you want, and it was actually a really cool place to hang out. But those rules that they first implemented, which essentially was the hippie, you know, no rules, um, that, that's not the world we live in. Ten years later, that's not the world we live in. And I personally think Twitter is about five minutes away from from ruining itself. And I think if I were to provide strategic advice to Twitter, I would say, hey, Jack, look, you want to be the company you need to be in 2025. You you need to let go of of this mishmash of policies because you can't be a little bit of what you were and then and then be pulled in on a leash by Justin Trudeau today. You you have to you have to be the regulatory body, not Justin Trudeau and the liberals and and to the liberals. And I mean this sincerely, uh, you're going to have to check yourselves. You guys have overreached a million times. You have a minister out there who deems that, and Minister Jolie, who even our friend Warren Kinsella, a liberal himself, deems her behavior around enacting regulatory environments about what she deems as real news versus fake news is highly suspicious yep. and only further divides us as a country. You know, I, well, well honestly, if they're so concerned about it, I would educate people on how to determine fake news. And it's as simple, Elisa, as getting more than one source. I mean, certainly people aren't this stupid that they only read one thing. It's as simple as saying, here are two or three sources. Which one do you believe? Is? You know, like... People can learn about this. Yeah. You know what you're talking about, Alex, is that we as Canadians have been nannified for at least two decades. I think Canadians now have got Stockholm syndrome. They, what they pushed up against, they've taken so for so long that when it sort of goes away, they're like, hey, coddle us, help us through this. And the government issues out little helmets and tells us what to think and how to feel. Here's what, to your listeners, here's how you should be viewing news, whether it's on social media or whether you're getting the hard copy of your paper every day. You should be using your analytical grown-up brain to make decisions and ask questions throughout the article, whether it's an article, a column, an opinion piece, it doesn't matter. You should read sources that you disagree with. You should have a wide variety of knowledge. And to those users that claim that they feel really scammed by these parody accounts, please go back to the Twitter rules of when you opened your account. There, right there in black and white, it tells you the blue check is a verification. And anything else, you're on your own to figure out and use your grown-up brain to decide if it's real or fake news. And we also want to point out that parody accounts are not purveyors of fake news. When they offer just humor, yeah. uh, there's nothing different from this hour's 22 minutes or BBC's comedy than what we're seeing on that Twitter account today. Well, well, Stephen Colbert, I mean, some of the biggest American shows would not survive if it didn't exist. I mean, if that's what they want to do is stomp out free speech, you might as well say goodbye to every late night show. Not to mention every conservative um, parody account that's been set up, which are both equally as funny. I just don't understand. This was not an issue for Stephen. Stephen Harper, who was absolutely railroaded by these things and mocked relentlessly. He never he never talked about this. 
Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, Stephen Harper and back in the day when when I was, you know, kicking around with the Harper crew, I, I could I myself had a parody account made about me and believe me, it burned me. And then I would have to say to myself, grow up, Elise, you're a grown up. He's, you know, ignore those who are teasing you, as you said, you know, it's like pulling on my ponytails, you know, they know it's going to drive me nuts. And believe me, some of the stuff was really vicious. Now, it's interesting to me to today to realize that the parody account, probably the most vicious and one that I have uh, uh, publicly stated, I have blocked it and I've reported it at least three times to Twitter to no avail. It, it offers an incitement of violence. It offers hate. It trolls women that are conservative by talking about raping and, and taking their children away. And guess who follows it? 14 liberal cab or ministers or MPs and Justin Trudeau until 12 o'clock BC time. Mm-hmm. So you tell me. And the other thing is they also fund something called the CBC. And the CBC has this terribly written satirical comedy called This Is That. And you never know whether it's true or not. And I was speaking to a a Canadian press reporter today about this issue, and both of us agree we've been taken in by that account. And it it is not funny like The Youngin. It's not funny like this parody account. So, you know, you've got it. So it appears to me the Trudeau liberals have one set of rules for people that cheese them off and get under their skin, specifically this Minister of Environment, and another set of rules for, you know, what they find acceptable, including following accounts that, that, that call for the harm and violence towards conservative women. Yeah, well, stay tuned, but they might, uh, they might find themselves creating more of a monster by doing this. Elise, I've got to go on that note. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Alex. And that is Elise Mills. And they have created a monster. <laughs> there are parody accounts popping up everywhere. For Ralph Goodale. Uh, who is the other one? Um, there's one for Murnau, the finance minister. You know, they're, they're out there. And so what? Don't like them? Don't tune in. Don't like what you hear? Tune out. Don't like what you watch? Turn it off. It's all there for you. This is Global News Radio.